This is Bridget Masinga. It is SAFM, the talking point with myself, Bridget Masinga, and we shift focus now and look at the shortage of blood in South Africa. There's always uh, particular periods during the course of the year where blood really becomes an issue in the country. In general, I think we never have enough blood reserves at all. Um, And I've often uh, sort of touched base with the South African National Blood Services throughout the last 10 years of my broadcasting career just to get us mobilized to Towards giving blood it was always that thing I could never give blood because I was always underweight I was always 59 kgs 58 kgs and I was always trying to bribe them look the other way just add the other second kg there so I can give blood um, so when I eventually crossed that 60 kg mark I was quite happy uh, and willing to donate and Kensani Matlangu joins me in uh, well over the line really uh, and she is uh, the spokesperson for the South African National Blood Service good morning Good morning, Bridget. How are you doing this morning? Very well, thank you. How are you? Oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, let's start where we, 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 I guess we can start. It's Easter. Uh, historically, this time of the year, has we've always seen a crazy dramatic increase in road accidents um, that's often led to the need for blood supplies and then highlighted the problem that we never have enough blood in the country. Um, has it been any different this year in light of the fact that it's COVID? I just spoke to uh, the Department of uh, 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 tra- Traffic last year. Oh, I forget what they called now officially. And they were saying as much as we've seen increased numbers, but it's not what it used to be in previous years. So has that had an impact in, in your line of business as well? I think it certainly has, which is just looking at our day stock uh, this morning, we found that we're at 4.7 day stock, which is completely unheard of, mm. um, especially considering the time of year we're in. Mm. So I think um, following a bit of a struggle in collecting blood, we did send out appeal that we did pick up last week already. So we were sitting pretty actually going into the weekend. It's always so fascinating for me that you talk in terms of day reserves uh, and when you have particular days, like you've just said, 4.7 days worth of reserve. Uh, in your world, that's uh, interpreted as a, a rather decent reserve. As someone like me who knows nothing about you know, blood services, I think, but don't you need more than just 4.7 days of, of reserve? So you have to understand that we collect seven days a week. So we are consistently issuing to hospitals Mm. as well as receiving. So if we are able to keep within that spectrum, I think it enables us to provide for the whole country um, Mm. equally. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let's talk about blood donation. Um, you know, I did mention earlier on that we drive citizens as as part of being, uh, you know, a good citizen to, to be active in, in donating blood and, and giving to organizations like the South African National Blood Services. But that often has a two-pronged uh, conversation because there's there's a large number and I found it's mostly the black population as well as the homosexual population that will always call will always engage in the conversation and go but I've tried giving blood and the experience I ha- I've had has not been positive and so I've stopped um, and I know that the SA National Blood Services was was alert to this and you guys were trying very hard as an organization to change this culture and this perception how is that going? That is actually going very well, Bridget. I think I'd like to encourage everyone to view our social media pages. Mm. We're currently running a no stereotypes campaign mm. that covers race as well as 
uh, homosexuality or rather across the LGBTIQ mm. spectrum, you know. So I think we we are very inclusive. I, I think people are still worried about that, but we have updated our policies. We really are open to any and everyone who's able to donate, provided that they are healthy mm. and they meet all the, the screening criteria. Mm. Talk to me about the screening criteria, because um, that's the other thing, right? Stringency of screening of the blood. How vigorous are you guys? So at the SA National, the South African National Blood Services, we are one of the first countries to have implemented something called the NAT test, mm-hmm. which picks up um, any and every infection in the blood, but as early as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. So we have rolled that out. Our our testing is very stringent. I mean, whether you're donating for the 500th time or if it's your first donation, mm. we really do screen every single unit of blood that we receive to make sure that it's safe enough for everyone to use. Mm. You know, Kinsani, I, I often like to know if there's integrated systems. And as, as we talk about screening, um, oh, and my, my slow brain didn't quite catch the acronym for, for the screening process. But as we talk about screening, I'm then wondering if you detect particular things, uh, you know, whether it's ailments, diseases, sicknesses, whatever, life-threatening um, in, in Bridget's, uh, you know, uh, blood, are you then able to to sidebar me and contact me privately and say, listen, Bridget, we've detected something that could be worrying, even if you can't disclose what it is. We've detected something that could be worrying. Perhaps you might want to follow this up with your physician privately or there, there's no such integration um, in terms of the system. There is. So we have what is called the look-back system internally in our organization. So working closely with the medical team, mm-hmm. we're able to detect any um, donors that might have something that they need to have looked at. So mm-hmm. what would happen is that our team would contact you first mm-hmm. and alert you. We work with doctors, obviously, and they're very sensitive with all our donors. Mm. They after they worked out how best for the individual to go forward and seek medical attention, but we definitely will always contact anyone who is back for any type of illness that they need to have taken care of. See, these are the things that I like. I like 360 holistic uh, because we can't work in in sort of isolation and silos as well, right? Our donors are of utmost importance to us, which is I think without them we really are nothing. So uh, I think we want to take care of them before they donate and after they donate, but across our relationship with each of our donors. We put everything into that and we see that they give back. Mm. In, in terms of COVID, uh, how, how has the South African National Blood Services dealt with COVID? Um, you know, screening, uh, you know, have you guys seen bigger pressure, especially last year? What was the environment like? It was quite challenging. You know, um, our employees are also very close to our hearts i mean the people on the front line working where they are highly at risk Mm. were were very scared but i think we implemented very early on in the outbreak a system of screening everyone um Mm. usually we do screen for flu-like symptoms anyway but we are more stringent now with everyone coming in uh that is donors and staff and anyone who exhibited any symptoms really was sent away just to quarantine 
but I think um, we've we've ebbed and flowed in terms of our collections. Mm. However, I cannot stress enough how much our donors carried us last year. They made time uh, while they were were rather in lockdown in their Mm. homes to come through and donate to us for us. You know, but South Africa, thank you, donors, and really, it is it has been amazing. Ken Sunny, just as a parting shot, uh, a reminder of, again, uh, in terms of uh, donations, and I know you sometimes do donor drives. I, I would often see, you know, big branding exhibits at, at my local shopping centers uh, where you try and encourage people to come out on specific weekends. Where do people go to donate? What's the easiest way to find your nearest SA National Blood Services office? Um, and also, I guess, simultaneous to that, what is it the O Blood Group that is the one that is universal and you are always, always trying to get that in as many volumes as possible? That is right. Um, I think when our O Blood stops drops, uh, we start to panic. However, we always need all blood groups to donate, you know, mm. and the easiest way to find your nearest donation center or even a mobile blood drive in your area. You either go to our website, uh, fambh.org.za, mm-hmm. where you can find all the information you need, really, for fixed donor centers. And then 0800 mm-hmm. is our customer care line. You can call there. They'll also be able to tell you where to go and when a clinic will be set up in your area. So that allows you for better planning. Mm. Lastly, we have a Facebook blood donation tool. Mm. So anyone can literally register themselves to get a list to that tool. And every time there's a blood drive or even a shortage in your area, Mm. you get a notification on your Facebook page saying ABC blood donor center needs blood. Lovely stuff. Kinsani Mashangu, thank you so much for taking our call this morning. And she's the spokesperson for the South African National Blood Services. Can't encourage you enough to become a blood donor. Listen, all you get in return is thank you and a cookie. But that is more than enough to ensure that you save the lives of people. We didn't even get around actually to uh, talking. uh, There's specific cancers that require um, blood donations from you guys in order to to help somebody save their lives. Um, So that in itself is a completely different conversation. And and I know that uh, oftentimes as well there as as black citizens, we are often lacking in our participation. Bob Marley coming through with Redemption Song.